Everything at Rocks, Laser 103.3, and a bonus Thursday edition of the Hall Pass. Today, via the Laser Hotline, I welcome rival Suns frontman Jay Buchanan. Hey, is this Andy? That's me, my man. All right. How are you, man? I'm doing great. It's uh, awesome to have you on the show. Thanks so much for your time. Pleasure's mine. Pleasure's mine, believe me. All right. It's uh, been a hell of a year thus far for Rival Sons. The band's sixth studio album, Feral Roots, came out back in January. And all this forward momentum has got to be especially satisfying, considering all that hard work and commitment of the last 10 years. One would think so. But you know what? I, I think that any time you get a leg up or you have any forward mobility, when you're really in it the way that we are, you're just happy for any mobility at all. You know, we've, we've had a constant trajectory since we began and i think that this album and the amount of attention that we've received with it you know having a number one all of that it's been great and it but it also it just gives us more to do and we tour all year anyhow so it's just it's more like getting great news as we're staying busy you know not taking anything for granted i imagine it probably feels like climbing mount everest in a way yes yes it, well, I've never climbed Mount Everest. I guess I'll put that on my bucket list. But I'll tell you this. I've climbed, I have climbed other mountains. And the difference is uh, when you get to the top and you bag the peak, you, gotta, you, know, you have a good sense of accomplishment. I think with us or other people that choose to do this for a living and, or do it full time, there's not really a top anywhere, you know, because anytime you get far enough and you feel like you're at the top, you find out that you actually, you're never done earning your dues. You know, you're never done paying your dues that you, you have to keep reinventing yourself. And it's kind of like Sisyphus where you, uh, as soon as you get to the top, you realize you're at the bottom of another, of another mountain, you know? Sure. No, I like that. Actually. That's good. Um, let's talk about the album real quick, Jay. How the creative process typically works for this band. For as much as Rival Sons is on the road, are you documenting song ideas as they come to you, or do you insist on downtime for that? Both. Absolutely both. Uh, I don't think there's really a hard, fast rule when it comes to writing. Um, I write every day, you know. I write a little bit every day, and if I've, if I've got the time, I'll sit down with the guitar uh, for an hour or so. Um, sometimes it's just for five minutes. Sometimes it's no guitar. Sometimes it's a piano. Sometimes it's whatever instruments laying around. But I think that, you know, just like any other writer, you take it where you get it. And, um, and whatever form it takes or whatever inspiration, whenever it comes to you, it's got to make sure you listen, document it. And if you're too busy, document it, throw it in a Ziploc bag and then put it in the freezer until you got time to thaw it out. Compared to your previous work, Feral Roots feels like an exponential jump in terms of the songwriting and how the album ended up sounding as well. I know most artists will tell you that their latest material is their best, but did you have a feeling during the recording process that these songs were head and shoulders above what you had already done? You know, that's, a, that's, an, interesting, that's an interesting question because when you sit down... And you know that you have a responsibility to write. Now, any time a band or an artist has the opportunity to go in and make a record, you got to understand that you're in the one percentile of all bands on the face of the earth. Most bands are in the garage. And they're playing on the weekends because music is ultimately it's for joy and for having fun. You know, it's a hobby. But if you're if you're fortunate enough 
have the opportunity to get have people behind you, and you got to get in there, and you need you need to write a record. Well, it's really serious, and there's a lot riding on it. So, on the onset, you know that you need to give your very very best work. With this record in particular, I think that we we understood that, and that's why we gave ourselves more time to write it, as opposed to the way we've made our previous six records. Uh, we would just go into the studio and write on the spot and then record it. And inside of, you know, two to three weeks, the writing, the recording, the mixing, everything's done. Well, this time we gave ourselves, you know, a good six months to write and to, to flush out the material and then go in and still record very, very quickly. How much of it would you say was ziplocked, as you sort of put it earlier? Was it stuff that you maybe had just sitting on the shelf and had been sort of incomplete, but then you you kind of figured something out and it turned into a great song that ended up on Feral Roots? Was there any of that? I'm loving this. You're actually asking questions on the radio about writing. So many people don't do that. Well, I'm fascinated by the process, you know? Yeah, this is great. No, um, I think that with this record, there was the really... It was a conscious decision, like, don't, don't, take, don't grab any, like, leftovers, you know. Let's look at the task at hand, um, you know, taking time. I, I, I grabbed Scott and flew him out to Tennessee, where I live, and we went out into the country for a week. Like, no, no phones, no Wi-Fi, nothing. Like, let's get our heads together. Where is the band? What are we looking to do? And kind of, like, take stock, because... This, this record, like all other records, it's like a family snapshot of who we are right now, you know. And this is who we were last year um, because just like any other people and bands, like, you grow and, like, we're not, the, we're not the same band we were two years ago, three years ago. Like, we're people, individuals, and collectively we're, uh, we're a band and we're constantly changing. And so it's kind of like, we have to define who we are for this, like, you know, yearbook photo. And we didn't want to take anything that was held over from uh, previous years. We wanted to, re- to invent something entirely new that would reflect who we are in this moment. Jay Buchanan of Rival Sons is my special guest. Their new album, Feral Roots, has been praised by fans and critics alike since its release in January of this year. And in addition to the endorsement of being invited to open for bands like Black Sabbath and the Rolling Stones, as you've done, several household names, including one of Des Moines' own Corey Taylor of Slipknot, have lent their support as fans of your band. What's that like for you? Well, uh, a huge set of gratitude you know, to Corey. He's been championing us for some years now i think that getting a nod from these people that are are so huge um well first of all i think it really shows good nature because i think even though there are so many different branches of what rock music really is you know there is um there's more alternative sides of rock and then there's more straight up rock like rock and roll, which I believe Rival Sons to be. But when you see other genres of rock crossing and embracing each other and championing each other, I think that that is a very, very special thing. And I think that it, it bodes well for the rock community at large, um, for us to, to form as a collective as opposed to um, pointing out each other's differences, you know. I think that 
I tend to think that all bands, all artists are out there, whether you're into somebody's music or not, you have to look at them and, and you have to give people the benefit of the doubt that they're giving their version of the truth. And all of us have different perspectives. And I think that when you allow yourself to not look for more people like yourself, but to look outside of yourself and look at, look at the way other people are giving their version of the truth, it's going to expand your entire perspective. And I think we need more of that. So kudos to um, Corey specifically for that. I'll make sure and say hi on Saturday. I get to see them. They're playing the Iowa State Fair, and it's been a long time. As you know, they're road dogs, too. So uh, I'll make sure and say oh, hi I when know. I... I know. Yeah, Corey's a good dude. I just ran into him uh, last month, so it's, uh, he's great. So something you just touched on, rock music in general. It's kind of going through an interesting renaissance of late. Lots of bands are channeling a vibe that feels more analog, like the album era, rather than this new digital frontier we find ourselves in at the moment. And I put Rival Sons right in those crosshairs. I think that's fair. I would definitely put us in those crosshairs. Now, that definition, it's really interesting, you know, uh, because people will say, like, we want, you know, being an album band. Well, I still, I like records, but I also like singles, and I like downloads. You know, I'm, I'm no different. I'm not, a, I'm not so much of like a purist that I'm going to turn away the value of convenience. I'm on the road the majority of every year. I can't bring my giant record collection with me. It's just not going to work out. Right. <laughs> so, you know, listening to singles as well as records, I don't always have time to sit down and listen to a, a whole record. Yeah, and I make playlists like everything. But in terms of the, the album as a complete listening experience, I, as well as the rest of the band, we understand the value in that. And we, we try to uphold that tradition. And um, with other bands that are out there, I think that it, it, that's a, an accurate assessment. I think that rock and roll is, and rock music in general, is really in the middle of a renaissance. I don't think that we've reached, like, that the wave is broken, that we've reached the, its peak by any means. I think that we're still probably a good year out. But I see other bands popping up, and rock music, and rock and roll in particular, is a, a very necessary part of our cultural fabric. And any time it's ever gone away, the music may not be in vogue, because you have so many other um, forms of pop music, now more than ever. But whenever it's missing for a while, it always comes back up, because um, even though the music may go down, everyone likes to use the term rock and roll, rock star, whatever, for things that have nothing to do with the music. Well, that lets you know how firmly uh, implanted into the bedrock of what our popular vernacular is. And so rock and roll always comes back as part of a cultural necessity. There's a certain defiance and something that is uniquely American about rock and roll. And I think now more than ever, with all of the fear and all of the confusion and all of the deep fakes, everything that's going on right now, I think that people are missing rock and roll more than ever. Yeah, that's a subject I could talk for hours on if I had the time and you had the time. I I feel like, you know, we might have very different political opinions, but if we love the same bands, that's common ground. And I think that's what we're missing in this society, not to go off on a soapbox, but I just, I feel like we need to find more commonalities rather than just get at each other's throats about what we're different. You know what I mean? I agree with you absolutely. And to draw a comparison there, like, okay, you can get people that are totally different, 
but they like the same band. So they're, they're going to go to the same concerts. So if you can get those people talking, which not so much because the music is going to be so loud. <laughs> but in the old days, um, you know, I mean, in the United States, going to the, the corner bar or the pub, that's, you used to go there. It didn't matter if you had different political views or whatever. You used to go to the bar to find out what jobs are open, who's looking for work, you know, what the local gossip is, all of it, you know, because, and you would have the priest hanging out there too. And every, everyone, even though they were different, they had a common thing. They like to have a beer and, and to let off some steam at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. And rock and roll concerts are, are very much that exact same thing. And I believe it's a very healthy, very healthy thing. They say that uh, bad art reminds us of how different we are, and that good art reminds us of how similar we are. I love that. I love that. Rival Sons are hitting the road with Stone Temple Pilots this fall before heading back over to Europe to close out 2019. At what point do you start getting the itch to begin writing new material, Jay? I write just about every day. I write just about every day. Sometimes it's for a long time. Sometimes it's it's not for very long. So um, Scott and I were just talking. You know, we were in Norway. We just got back, and so I'm a little bit jet lagged. You know, if I repeat myself at all. But we were just talking about it. Like, okay, this record is still doing very well. Our second single is still doing well. Too bad. And then we'll launch a third single before too long. And uh, depending on how things work, we'll likely be touring for another eight months off of this record, and then we'll get right back into the studio and write another one. And I think that uh, we'll have to see where we're at. You know, we'll have to see who we are and where we're at, and and take it from there. Like what sort of a statement we want to make. But I'm ready to write. You know, I'm ready to make another record. I'd like to put out three records a year if we, you know, if we had the facilities to do that but we got a tour and it takes time for um our team to launch singles and to do all of the promotional work and atlantic and everybody has so so much hard work invested in this that we want to make sure we give them the time for them to do their jobs well it's a really great place to be right now for rival sons really a big fan of feral roots and uh, jay we always count down the days till we get to see you guys again hopefully it won't be too much longer I'm looking forward to coming out and seeing you guys. Thanks so much for your time, dude. The great conversation. Yeah, definitely. And then when we come through, make yourself known. You know I will. I absolutely will, 100%. Excellent. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Des Moines.